critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what's up, thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast where you get a little smarter and a little harder to fool every time you listen. So let's start off with a quick review of a fallacy we learned earlier this season, the toupee fallacy. And yes, you heard that right, toupee, like the little wig that men wear who are balding, right, to cover up their bald bald spot on top of their head. Okay, so I want to encourage you to hit pause real quick and see if you can remember what the toupee fallacy is. All right, the toupee fallacy goes like this. All toupees look fake. I've never seen one that I couldn't tell was a fake. It's basically saying, you can't fool me. I always catch it. And obviously the problem here is you you always catch the ones that you catch, but how about all the ones that you don't catch because you didn't notice them and you don't even know that you didn't catch them. You see the point? So the question to ask yourself if you think you're facing a toupee fallacy is this. How do you know for sure? Isn't it possible you may have missed a few? All right, if you want to review or hear more about this fallacy, go back and check out episode 89. Are you wanting to homeschool your child, but you're worried that you're going to have to do it alone? Well, you don't have to. You can join thousands of families worldwide who have chosen to homeschool with this show's sponsor, Classical Conversations, the homeschooling program known for connecting families, for connecting lives through learning, as well as providing a proven curriculum rooted in the classical model and a Christian worldview. Classical Conversations will connect you to a community of homeschool families near you who are all walking the same path together. So if you want, you can learn more when you fill out the form at classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons, and you get two free downloadable eBooks as well. Okay, let's dive into today's new fallacy. It is called the argument to the purse. And when I say purse, yes, that means like a purse, like a woman would carry. So the argument to the purse fallacy. So the argument to the purse fallacy happens when someone tries to make or tries to dismiss an argument or a position solely based on the wealth or the financial status of the person presenting the argument. Okay, here's an example of the argument to the purse fallacy. Person A, I believe we should take action to address climate change and reduce our carbon emissions. Person B, of course you do. You're a millionaire. You can afford to pay for all the expensive green technologies, but what about the rest of us who can't? Okay, so in this example, person B is committing the argument of the purse fallacy by implying that person A's argument in support of addressing climate change is invalid simply because of their wealth. Person B is assuming that person A has more financial resources, and so their argument is biased and does not apply to the majority of people who do not have the same financial means. And instead, they should be addressing the merits of the argument themselves, right? And in this case, this version of the appeal to the purse would be called an appeal to wealth because it's saying, you're so rich so you can't understand, or you're, the only reason you want that is because you're rich and because you're wealthy. Now, could there be instances where that's true? Yes, it could be, but you have to actually look at the argument itself and see if it makes sense based on the argument. Now, 
it could be reversed. So this fallacy could look different. For instance, it would be like, say if a politician is saying that the average person can't even afford to pay for their own college education without getting assistance, so why should we trust them to make decisions about how our government's money is spent? Okay, do you see the fallacy? In this case, this would be called an appeal to poverty. Just because someone is poor doesn't mean they don't have the expertise or knowledge to understand national economic principles. So the problem behind the thinking here in the um, argument to the purse is that it assumes that the person's financial resources or lack thereof, rather than the quality of their argument, determine the truth of their claims. Now, sure, the amount of money someone has may affect whether they're able to have access to resources or certain experiences. But in the end, the thing we still have to look at is the argument itself. Is the argument they're making true and sound, period, regardless of how much money they have? And there have been lots of people who are rich that make big claims. In fact, right now we have in our country a man named Bill Gates who got very wealthy making computer software. Well, he's had lots of other ideas about stuff outside computer software, ideas about human health, technologies, farming practices, and what he thinks people should be eating. Now, should we believe that all his ideas are good just because he's super rich and has millions of dollars to back up his ideas? No, we still have to look at the ideas for what they are and ask if they're actually good ideas. And if they are, great. And if they're not, then we say no. So the question to ask yourself If you think you're facing or even making yourself an uh, appeal to the purse or argument to the purse is this, regardless of how wealthy they are, are, is their idea good or not? Let me say that again. Regardless of how wealthy they are, is their idea good or not? Okay, guys, that's it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughabraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughabraincell.com sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with